Welcome to the Tech Simple Podcast. Independent insights into the latest AV technologies, as well as tips and best practices to optimise AV solutions for modern workplace and learning environments. Here are your hosts, David and Jonathan from Connectus AV Consulting. Well, welcome back, everybody. Great to be here. David, welcome. Hey, Jonathan. How are you, mate? I am doing fantastic today, actually. Today, we are actually got a, a bit of a special one. It's a bit of a mini-series, is my understanding. What are we going to be covering? That's right. A two-part two part series. We'll, we'll talk in part one in today's episode about networked AV devices. That's definitely a trend. It's been around for a little while, I guess, but uh, more and more it's becoming prevalent out there in the marketplace and we need to talk about it. So we're going to go through um, some different uh, types of AV devices um, and you know cover some considerations around the implementation of those. And in part two, the next episode, well, in that one, we're actually going to cover well, why are we even bothering about network devices in the first place? There must be some you know, tangible benefits or positive impacts to businesses to, to, to go down this path. And so we're going to, you know, really look at that in, in some detail. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one as well. Mate, that sounds really good. So let's start off with that part one then. What are networked AV devices? I suppose we start there. Absolutely. Well, as you know, there's two different types and I guess you can give us that distinction, if you will. There's, there's a video um, or audio over the network as opposed to just devices which are, maybe on the network and, and, and the, the signal's not running, you know, on the network. Tell us a bit more. Yeah, I, that is important to understand, you know, everybody says networked audio, network audio, or, you know, AV over IP. Um, and what they're really saying there is sending the audio and video over network. But you can actually have another type of device, uh, which is a lot more simple, which is just a, an intelligent connected device. So the AV is just your traditional HDMI and video signals and they've got their own cables, but the network is actually being used to have a window into that device, which is a lot simpler, actually. Right. So, you know, back to AV over IP, for example, what we're doing is leveraging the existing network. Is that right? The business or organization might have, you know, they've already got the infrastructure in place and we're just sending audio and video signals uh, across uh, that infrastructure, uh, you know, generally saving on doubling up on the infrastructure, which, which is what we've <laughs> done for so many years gone by, isn't it? Yeah, we've, we've all, almost built side-by-side -side networks, which is obviously pretty much <laughs> double the cost. It can be, yeah. So that's that's definitely uh, a consideration. But the, the other one you're talking about there where, okay, you, you, you're not leveraging the the network, you've, you've got your own dedicated audiovisual networks. So, so what is that for? Just more for, for monitoring purposes, um, gathering information, um, maybe management of those devices, updating firmware, things of that nature? All, all of the above, um, Dave. Yep. It really gives you, as I said before, it's like a window into the device. So you can pull information about how that device or selection of devices are being used. Are they being used a lot? Uh, are they not being used at all? Or maybe just one feature is being used a lot. And that can really give you good information about what's happening in the room. Um, of course, 
as you know, your computer is updating every single day these days and you see those Windows updates and your iPhone update. Mm. The same thing is happening with AV devices. Uh, there's updates, um, you get new features, there's security patches as well to keep those devices secure. As everything around it changes, it needs to change and update as well. And making it connected and intelligent lets you do that remotely, of course. Yeah, cool. So we'll cover that in um, some more detail in, in part two of this two-part series, as mentioned. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, some considerations around the implementation of these networked AV devices, Jonathan. Um, you've got a lot of experience in this area. You work, you know, hand in hand with IT departments and installation companies all the time in various different types of capacities, all the way from consulting up front, you know, through to the... Um, on the tools, sort of getting things working during the commissioning phase. Um, have you got a, an example or some best practices you could share? You know, reflecting on what you just said there, Dave, one example comes um, to mind actually. And we were talking quite early in the piece just about those two different things actually, about, you know, sending video and audio over the network and also having intelligent devices. And the intelligent devices component was really quite sticky with them and they really saw the benefit to having intelligent devices. But this particular organization is actually quite uh, security conscious, actually. Mm. And they have a lot of procedures and processes to manage and go through changes to get new things on the network. So they weren't ready uh, day one to, to harness that. But what we worked with them on is, okay, well, these are great benefits. You really see the value in them. How do we still deliver the rooms and still deliver the spaces with functionality that the people need today, um, but build in a path so that when your IT is ready, we can just make a simple connection and then we don't have to do any significant changes. Okay, so yeah, just a bit of future-proofing um, so that when um, when the time's right, it's uh, not too sophisticated. It, it's just a, a simple switchover. Is that what you're kind of getting at there? Yeah, that's right. We built the, the room um, isolated uh, with the view to make it a semi-converged network. These are the two different approaches um, and then made that connection uh, to have it as a semi-converged. Of course, if your organization is already mature, you may also have a look at that third option in architecture as well, which is a a fully converged network, which is what you mentioned before, David, about leveraging the existing infrastructure. Okay. Were there any particular challenges that you found along the way when you're working with that organization for that, that project? Um, and did you come across those early or do they come up later? Um, I think that's important also to talk about because generally um, what I've found with these things is the earlier you can talk about, you know, preparing for the future or preparing for the project with all the relevant parties when it comes to network and security, the better, isn't it? Because you definitely don't want to be the other way around where you plow ahead and, and then things come up and you're in reactive mode and that can be very expensive to sort that out. So what are some maybe quick tips or best practices? Yeah, one of the important things when selecting the product mix was actually um, back on the security side of things. And one of the key criteria was that the devices needed to be cyber secure or secure by design. And that was a key selection criteria. So we actually worked uh, with multiple different manufacturers and asked, well, okay, out of the box, what is your device security like? And does it meet these set criteria that the client had in mind? 
So we engage with the IT early and said, okay, well, what are your security criteria? Okay, we've got A, B, C, D. And then we were able to go to the manufacturers and say, okay, out of the box, are you able to meet A, B, C, D? And that really was a key leader in the design and selection of products. Now, if we didn't do that upfront, um, we could have ended up with products that, yes, delivered the functionality in the room, but we're never going to be able to meet those security requirements. And that would have been a, a very large problem. Well, they wouldn't have been able to to even um, install them. It would have just been a shut down, no chance, go back to the drawing board situation, wouldn't it? Correct. Or you, they would never be connected to the network and you'd never be able to get those benefits from having those smart connected devices. Oh, well, that's another good point. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, there's many examples like that, but I guess the moral of that story is talk to the relevant parties early, you know, do your homework on the products, understand the environment um, from a um, network IT and security perspective and just sort of plan accordingly, isn't it? Look, I think that is exactly what we're going to be talking about in, in part two, which is the benefits. So, you know, we've, we've understood, yes, this is the trend. Yes, this is some best practices to get those devices ready. You've hinted that there are some real benefits, Jonathan, but in part two, we're going to be talking about things like monitoring and the benefits of that for an organization, how having the, uh, the devices on the network can really save you uh, time and money around uh, service and maintenance. And then the third one is, is around analytics. You can pull data and, and have a look at trends and, and analytics and try to optimize what's going on with your audiovisual assets in the organization. So that's just a little taster of what we're going to cover in part two. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tech Simple Podcast. To like, share, or discover more episodes, head over to Spotify. If you'd like to talk to us about AV in your workplace or learning environment, book an initial discovery call with David or Jonathan at connectus.com.au. And remember, 